to get deep and down and to talk about like why, why we both have this common denominator, which is Madeline and Will. And like, I feel like out of this, I've gained like 13 big brothers. Like, I feel like you guys are the closest friend group I've ever met. And I could reach out to anybody. I literally, I didn't even like really know Miles and I DM'd him on Instagram. And I was like, dude, you gotta be Chris Harrison. I was like, your acting skills are fucking nuts. And immediately he turned around 13 videos in the course of 10 hours. And I was just like, I don't think I could ask another male to ever do that. Like his Will's friends love him so much. I've never seen a group of guys like that. And I'm just like, I'll have that forever as well. It's almost a selfish thing. It's like we're marrying into this like family that you guys have and your family is your group of friends. So I think, I think it's really cool and it's really sweet to see like you guys go above and beyond because you love Will so much and, we obviously love Maddie so much, so it's it's best of both worlds on that one. That was Patty LaLiberté, Maddie's younger sister and maid of honor. Um, so many laughs with Patty recording this episode. And, I mean, between cutting out the inappropriate comments, removing an entire section uh, where Patty essentially began spilling the beans on what Maddie was thinking about for vows, uh, and then splicing together rants about just how much she loves her older sister, um, Patty really made me work for this one in the editing room. Uh, but, you know, I've said it before and, and, I'll, and I'll say it again on these podcasts. Recording these has truly provided me the privilege of getting to know Maddie's family and friends on a different level than I than I knew before. And uh, it's just really been an honor. So let's hop in and see what Patty has to say. But the first time I feel like I really got to know Will, which is crazy after like what they've been dating for six, seven years or together, was in Ireland. I spent a full week with the kid and seeing him and Madeline's relationship like really changed for me. They are so weird. Like they have this like love language and I'm sure you've seen it, but like they speak, they have their own words like if Madeline's upset she'll make this sound she goes oh I don't know if you've seen it (laughs) (laughs) Will will automatically be like what's up baby it's the grossest thing ever and she's like I'm sad like it was like I have never seen anything (laughs) like this and like to me for the last like four years when I was in college Will was the most macho manly man like he was, he was Will Danforth, the guy that had all the friends, and he was so cool, and I was actually pretty intimidated by him. And I was like, Madeline, I don't really know Will. And then we went to Ireland, and I was like, oh, this kid's soft. Like, this kid, like, loves Madeline. It it, it was bizarre. Yeah. So I really got to know their, uh, when they have to go to the bathroom, they go, uh-oh. It, it is the weirdest thing. I just, I learned their love language, and I thought that was really, really cool. And I was also like, okay, like, he really loves her. Like what I thought was a macho man and the persona he puts on in front of people. I was like, they are weird together. And I'm like, I'm constantly at their house, but it's like when Will's fishing, like I spent a lot of time with Madeline. So I never really got to see both of them together, which I thought I I was always like, as I'm trying to come up with a speech, I'm like, I obviously know you guys really well, but I feel like I'm with you when Will's doing Will things. Like, I'm always with Madeline for sister time. Yeah. 
So every time I sleep over and he's there, he is the most lovey-dovey, like weirdest guy I've ever met. And it's cute. They have, they have this love language I can't even describe. And I have just seen it recently. And I'm like, they definitely should get married. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely um, it's such a weird dynamic compared to what you see on, from like Will on the surface. 100%. I think I'll touch on the love language, like how they speak to each other and how sensitive he is to Madeline, even though they're both the biggest bros I've ever met. But like, I think that's really special to see him like completely on another side of it, like being so in love with Maddie and her vice versa. So, yeah, I think that's a good one to start with. What about growing up? I mean, you're you're a twin for one and you're the youngest in the family. Yep. I'm the youngest by a minute. And uh, you have an older sister, two older sisters. Morgan and Madeline. So, so Morgan's how many years older? Six years, and then Madeline's four years. So we never overlapped, which was, I surprisingly was definitely closer with Morgan growing up. Um, I just feel like Madeline was always playing sports, like never around the house. And then when she was graduating high school, like I was just going into high school, middle school, same thing. So we were never that close. We got really close when obviously I followed her steps to Elon because like I had to be a Zeta. I had to be a comm major. I had to go to her university. Like I literally was Madeline LaLiberty's sister for my four years in college. So definitely idolized her for sure. And I think we got a lot closer once I went to Elon because that's the small school in the South and I did exactly what she did for four years. So but you didn't overlap at all. No, we didn't overlap. So the moment she graduated, I entered school and I was just like, oh my God, Maddie, La Liberty's little sister, like president of Zeta. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do sororities. Like I'm cool. And then obviously I rushed and was like super all over it. And I just did, like, it was, she was such a good role model to have in college and to like have the name as Maddie, La Liberty's little sister. No one calls her Madeline, by the way, just me and Morgan. Like yeah. I've never called her Maddie. I think it's super weird. Her name is Madeline. But I was Maddie Oliver's little sister in uh, in college, and I I don't know. I've just I've always idolized her, and we became really close those four years in college. Because obviously, why wouldn't you want to visit your alma mater like once a semester? So she would come visit me a lot. And then after college, I moved to the North End because she lived in the North End, and I just it, we got really close after college too. So, what are some good um, some good memories when you were a kid growing up with Maddie and really the whole family, but specifically Maddie? So Maddie's super competitive. Um, we couldn't be more different, but similar. I gr- she grew up obviously doing all the sports, and I was like the biggest theater major singer. Were you really? Yeah. So uh, we both auditioned. <laughs> she hates the story. We both auditioned for Trinity Reps um, production of Annie, and there was <laughs> she's gonna be like, "Why the hell did you tell us?" And there was 370 girls that auditioned, and my aunt Pat got us in. I was seven. She was four years older than me. And we both sang. I sang The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. I was definitely the youngest girl auditioning. And she sang the song Dumb Dog. And I remember auditioning, and, like, this was the first, like, time I ever even got a glimpse of, like, what acting was. And she was like, I got this. Like, I'm getting the part. I'm going to be like the sporty orphan in Annie, whatever. We end up going through like six rounds of um, auditions. I end up getting the part as Molly. And she didn't get it. And we've hel- I've held that over her my whole life because she's she literally as a freshman won her basketball championships at Bayview. And she's always just been the really cool older sister. So like 
finally I had something over her. And to this day, I'm like, remember when you didn't get a part in Annie? So she was, uh, and she was super supportive. She would try to sing on uh, the karaoke machine with me growing up, but uh, we have pretty low voices and mine changes when I sing and hers doesn't. So it, it was, it was just fun. We always, uh, I always had something different than her. I was definitely, she thought I was like the weird theater kid growing up, but she was always super supportive and she was in college and I would send her my plays. I was like the lead in Hairspray and I would send her my play and be like, Madeline, you got to watch this. Like da da da. She always told me she did, but she just recently told me she's never watched one of my CDs that I was Oh no. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like it's, it's okay. I'm not, I'm over it. But, um, yeah, so growing up we were, she was just always super cool and athletic and competitive and, I finally found my niche and she was super supportive on that, which was fun what's after a, she didn't make the play. <laughs> what's a, uh, what's a riot is like, I don't think any of us, you know, Will's friends knew that Maddie was athletic. Like Wait, whatsoever. Really? Like we never knew she had this whole high school record of basketball and lacrosse. She and like started lacrosse and a week later she was like on varsity. Like she's yeah. not, she's an animal. Which, which makes sense. Cause like you see her, like she's just a winner, you know, right. like she's a competitive person that likes to win. So naturally you'd think she was a good athlete, but I think it's probably because Will has such a different track record of athletics, which like Will's a good athlete, but he wasn't in high school. Wait, yeah, I can't even think of him playing a sport in high school or anything. Like I think they? now, like... Like fishing? Yeah, Like yeah. what was his sport? Yeah, no, there was a fishing club at Westminster. Oh, yeah, of course and there he was. And uh, he was the captain. <laughs> No, captain no, I was like, what the hell? I did not go to boarding school. Um, <laughs> so we went down. I, I was talking with your parents and your dad like went into this whole like rant about how great of an athlete Maddie was. And I brought Miles with me because he wanted to like talk to them about the wedding right. and whatnot. And um, so he participated and, and your dad starts telling these stories. And Miles and I look at each other and we're like, we, are we talking about the same person right now? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. He's like come on, I'll go show you all of her trophies. Oh my God. I, we had Barbies and like Morgan was drawing and painting and I was like singing all the time. And she just had like 18,000 trophies of winning every single competition. But which I think is interesting is I was, I've been talking to Madeline trying to get like, Ooh, I'm going to do the speech. Like I really, I wasn't present for your first couple of years with Will. Cause I was in college. Like tell me the stories of how you met. And there's definitely like really not appropriate stories of like when they first met, but she was like, it was kind of like hard to get. And she's always been such a competitive person. And she was like, he, I remember they like, Will went into a bar, Madeline's fake ID didn't work. And like, Will just left and went into the bar. And Madeline was like, the fuck? Like, you're not going to wait around for me. Like, cause my fake ID didn't work or whatever. They were both babies. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Will just thought he was the shit because yeah. his work. And he was like, <laughs> Will's like, yeah, I'm 21. Uh. Um, and Madeline was like, okay, game's on. Like, game, set, match. Like, I'm going to get this guy. The kid doesn't even wait for me outside the bar. Like, she's a hot shot. Like, high school Madeline, like, she's freaking cool. So I can understand, like, the first guy that isn't giving her, like, 100% attention. She's like, this is on. She's like, I really like this kid. He's not giving me what I want. And then... I don't know. They, she said he's been like, it was like a competition trying to get him. Like he just never showed interest in the first couple. Which is so funny because like behind the scenes, he showed so much interest. Like she's so cool. She's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so hard. I mean, they've been dating for a long time, Yeah. but it's so hard to remember 
like really those first year, first two years right. because it just was like there's a lot of players in the game at that point. A lot of players. And um <laughs> and I just remember Will like moments of him being like, guys, everybody rally. You know, we're we're all going out in Boston night and everyone would be like, We're not no one's going out in Boston and he'd be like, No, no, we're gonna go hang out with Maddie and all of her friends and you know, all of us are still trying to figure out who Maddie is. And Miles tells a really good story about um you know, the first trip on Finn and Tonic on Jock's boat where like they rolled out the red carpet and kind of sealed oh God, sealed really? the deal. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't think I was there, but um yeah, yeah, I didn't Ma- really. Miles tells a great story about it. I didn't really know the beginning, so I thought it was kind of like I've already, like obviously been here for like the last couple of years of it, but like not being around, I was like, how does there were a lot of players in the game, and I think it was, it was exciting. It was like this huge competition for everybody involved, and I mean, like Will won, Will and Maddie won out of that. So I yeah. think it's really fun how their relationship evolved. It's not like the lovey-dovey like oh he took me on a first date it was just it was built over time and I think it like it's 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 a funny story because I was like oh like me and my boyfriend are just so like stupidly mushy-gushy and romantic and I could tell you my first date and how we met and I was like how'd you guys meet and there's not one story there's like oh I met when I was 17 and then 18 and then again in 19 and then I really liked him and I was like okay like do you guys have like a cute story and she's like no, I just always tried to like make him mine. So I, I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was cute. He's been around for a while, and I didn't realize how long they've been in each other's lives. Yeah, their their life's just a cute story, right? <laughs> but I think that um, because they did meet at Charleston. I think one of mm-hmm. her friends, Chloe, yeah, went to Charleston, and that's how they first got introduced. Um, but then yeah, there's like twelve months in between, which, which is one of like I don't believe in um like destiny or the perfect match or whatever but if if there ever was an example it's these two it's maddie right? and will and and um you know I, I it speaks to who they both are for the fact of like the follow-up on it right. you know like there's so many people that you meet in your life and just like one time you know they're gone and um the fact that their paths cross so many times that you know I guess fate would be the right word is the thing that I don't I don't necessarily like. She think told me exists, that but he for was them it does. their first kiss was her last kiss with somebody. Then she got into a relationship, and then Will was the first and last kiss that she's had with a guy. So it was Will, next boyfriend. We'll say his name Henry, and then it, it was Will again. So Will, she said, I always had to come back to that. Like, she's like, that was unforgettable. Like, even though they both had serious relationships in between that, she just always kept going back to Will. And I just remember the conversations of like, I really like this guy. Like, he is different. Like, I was like, okay, do it. But got to take the players out of the game. Like, he is the one. He's the one. It's it, it's for sure. Fate. They, I've never seen a perfect match and like, Obviously, relationships are a work in progress. I mean, you've been with Darcy for 18 years. So, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like time is everything and it's building and it's working on your relationships. And, like, I I can't say I knew Will well, but the amount of effort they've both put into the relationship to, like, make it something they both agree on. And they're, they're just in love. Like, they're puppy dog love. And, like, I know a lot of people 
compare them to the golden retrievers and I understand they're blonde and I don't want to be like, Oh, blonde dogs. But like they seriously are like, they're so excited to see each other. I remember I did long distance for two years from LA to Boston and Will was on like a weekend fishing trip and I'm in Boston. So I just hang out with Matt all the time because my boyfriend was nowhere to be found. And she was so upset. And I was like, what's up? And she's like, I miss him so much. I was like, shut the fuck up. I do long distance cross country. Like I was like, you don't miss him. Like it's been two days. Like I haven't seen my boyfriend in two months, like whatever. And she's like, I just like, I just like miss like hanging out with him. I, I don't know. I found it like I was so upset because I was like, you don't even understand what it takes to be in a long distance. As you know, like a long distance relationship is hard. Like, and she can't even go like three days. I mean, she loves her alone time, but like three days, she's like, I'm ready for daddy to come back. So what about like when, when they first started dating, did I mean, four years younger, did Maddie ever call you and was like, Hey, I met this guy or, you know, give you updates before anything turned official. Yeah, she definitely, she's always involved me in all of her relationships. She's a relationship girl. Like, I'm not going to hide that. She, w- The joke of the family was like, if she makes it past two years with someone, it's probably serious. Like, Yeah, your dad said that. Yeah, my dad loves that story. Um, So once he made it past the two years, we were all like, oh, shit. Like, so she made it past two years with her, a little past two years with her ex. And we're like, oh, no, she's starting to talk to someone else and that someone else was will so I just remember her being like so interested and I was like dude like you gotta break it off then if like you're this interested she's like okay like yeah yeah so once will got past the two years which obviously I was in college so I wasn't really in the beginning of their relationship she she would just call me and be like yeah dude like I'm like really into fishing like I hate skiing I like I literally hate skiing but like she would send me 10 outfits that she got for Jackson Hole that weekend. And I've never seen her so excited about something she's not passionate about. Yep. I love that about her. Yeah. Just to like not impress him, but like obviously to impress you guys too. Like she would, she she just learn to love. Yeah. She learns to love his passions. And I thought that was really cool because she never really did that for any of her previous relationships. And she's always been a relationship girl. So this is the first time I've seen her like fall in love with his passions. Just, to make them both happy and it was really cool to see right yeah no i think that um will called me one day and he, he was like hey do you want to come to ski monster with me I'm, I'm getting maddie a christmas present or i think it was christmas present i was like what could you possibly be getting maddie at ski monster he's like oh i'm buying her skis and boots oh my god i was like dude maddie doesn't even want to ski with you also a running joke is that every single present he's ever gotten her is, is for him is for him <laughs> yeah. like hands down like i remember like my boyfriend's very sentimental and will get me anything that relates to like this one date we once had. And like, Will's like, I got you fishing poles and skis and gloves and masks. And she's like, I'm probably going to get a coat this year. Like everything's for him, which I love it. And she loves every relationship's different, but it just cracks me up. Maddie, um, Maddie sent me a link. She was like, what are the, what are the groomsmen going to get Will for a gift? And in my head, immediately, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Will's supposed to get us a gift. Yeah. But, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, well, he really wants these fishing reels. And oh, he tried to put it on the registry. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, you got to take it off. So, like, so you need she, a pot and pan. <laughs> she sends me a link to the thing for the fishing reel. She's like, I think it'd be really nice if you guys all got him a fishing reel. So I sent immediately sent a text to like, 
he gets 23 fishing reels because he has 23 best friends in his wedding. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I sent the text to the boys and I was like, I was like, hey, Maddie says that we should um, all get Will a fishing reel. So like he has all these new reels and classic. Everyone's like, fuck that. Like, we're not no. getting Will a fishing reel. Like I'm going to get him something that him and Maddie can both enjoy. Right. Not like a selfish gift for Such Will. Such a Will move. <laughs> It's their wedding, and he's like, guys, we as a couple need these fishing reels. Like, yeah, I'm going to get him, like, salt and pepper shakers, shakers that look like fishing reels. Like, Actually, I think his parents have ooh, that's those. That's a really good idea, like, in the shape that of That is a good idea. Tuna. Yeah. But we'll probably something nicer than that. I mean, have you seen their apartment? It's like a boat threw up in there. It's like the most nautical apartment ever. Oh, I, I can never see anything under the mountains of clothes. Yeah, no, I, I went this weekend and I scrubbed their kitchen clean and there was tuna in their drain and I almost vomited. So that was fun. Good. <laughs> um, what about, uh, you know, just kind of the two of them, words of advice you have for them or maybe not advice, but. Oh, as the older, wiser sister, um, they just watching them. They love each other. Obviously, they're getting married, but it's just, I mean, I feel like everyone can say this is like, never go to bed angry or like, I hate that one. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that. Go to bed angry because sometimes you hate your partner and I understand. Um, I don't know. Make each other laugh. Like, I feel like that's what a relationship is. And I was, I literally was sitting in their apartment and I obviously have to work from home right now and will just make so many damn noises like i've never seen this of him like he was just like fuck 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 and like i like looked in the other room and i was like yo everything good like he's like yeah what's up like i don't think he realized how many noises he just makes while he's working and i looked to madeline and i was just like how do you do this like literally how do you do this and she's like oh it's just like i love him he's so cute isn't he it's so annoying but he's so cute and I just, it's, I think they just always have to keep that, like, they are different, but they love each other so much and, like, just appreciate their love language and how they interact with each other. And, like, I would never be able to do that, but, like, I don't know. Their their love is so strong. I just think keep supporting them and, like, what they love. And they're just, they're so active. Just stay active. Their whole relationship has just been, I mean, I think the craziest thing is, like, everyone's their best friend so it's really holds true to like me to hear that like if everybody's their best friend like they're doing something right right like, the fact that they cut out all of their family to the wedding because their family is their are their best friends like it's it's pretty crazy and like they you you choose your friends not your family and your I don't know what I'm saying but your friends become your family and I've never seen a couple that has more friends my whole entire life. And I just think that speaks volumes, especially for, I mean, look what you're doing, Matt. Like I've never seen a guy ever do this for any friends. I mean, like, and I think obviously there's been challenges of having a COVID wedding, but without a COVID wedding, I don't think like as best man and maid of honor, like we really had to get creative. Like this sucks for them. So like immediately I did the bachelorette video and then you came up with this, killer idea and I don't know if you had this before COVID shut down but I was like this is something they'll have forever which I feel like a lot of people will never have their best friends and parents and everyone they love talking about them and 
such depth because I feel like when we all all are together, it's never super serious. It's always fun and games and boats and themes par- parties. And so I think this is just like a really special time right now. And I know it freaking sucks and I can't even imagine getting married right now and being at that point in my life. But they have really special friends and family that they'll have this forever and I'm just like I'm so happy you're doing this and that they get to hear how loved they are because it can seem surface sometimes with what we do and how we celebrate but this is this is beyond love I feel like do you want um like one line yeah just keep on keeping on keep dancing keep uh keep being crazy keep doing drunk (laughs) (laughs) keep fun keep having fun no I don't know what the hell to say um I don't know just keep on loving each other you guys are so weird like keep being weird keep doing your thing keep loving each other keep making weird noises you guys are freaking weird and I love you so much I can't even begin to describe like you guys are my best friends stay weird Each day through my window, I watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy. To have a girl like her is truly a dream come true. Just my-